Friday, Ask Us Anything Live with Intrepid English. And today I want to talk to you about how you can expand your vocabulary in English. In particular, I want to explain 16 fantastic verbs to use um, instead of saying to speak or to tell or to say, which we use all the time. And these verbs are very specific on the tone of your voice, on um, the volume of your voice, and also what what feeling you want to express. So let's get started. So the first verbs I want to talk about are to yell, to shout, to scream, and to shriek. Okay, so these four verbs are all talking, are all expressing that your voice is very loud, okay, and so you're speaking very loudly, the volume is very high. Now, for example, it's when you want to communicate with somebody very far away, you're not going to talk in your normal volume, you're going to increase your volume. So you're going to yell or shout, you know, yell, shout, yeah, to really increase your volume. So for example, the football coach shouted instructions to the players on the field because he's on the sidelines. So he shouted or yelled to the players on the field. It can also be to express how angry you feel. And we would usually use yell, shout, or scream. So, for example, his boss yelled at him after he missed an important deadline. Or his boss shouted at him. Or his boss screamed at him. Okay, so that really is expressing how angry the boss was at his employee. It can also be to express the feeling um, of fear or surprise. And we would usually use scream or shriek in this example. So, for example, she shrieked when she found a giant spider under her bed. (laughs) That's definitely me. Okay, so... Scream and shriek can refer to those loud vocal sounds that you make that are not words. Ah! You know, ah! In fear or surprise. It can also be when you're in pain. And again, it's usually scream or shriek. Because again, and again, you're probably not saying many words. So the little boy started screaming this happened this morning it was very sad this little boy started screaming when his dad left him at daycare so I was dropping off my little Emily at daycare and um and it was very sad because a little boy had just seen his father leave and his father unfortunately was also on the other side of the window and if you've ever had to drop off children you know the best thing to do is leave say bye-bye but then to leave quite quickly because otherwise it can be quite upsetting for the children 
And um, yes, it's quite upsetting what seeing that little boy screaming for his father. Uh, my little girl is amazing. She she says bye bye, and then I leave, and she's okay. Just about. I I feel like crying. I feel like <laughs> screaming, but not her. Anyway, so those were the four verbs: yell, shout, scream, and shriek. The next one I want to talk about is to cheer. So this is when you shout or yell in, or you know, you're in a very happy and excited way. And so people often cheer uh, to support you for, uh, at, a, at a sports game or after a theater performance or, um, you know, you're cheering your friend on when they, they complete something. You go, yes, well done. Um, or, you know, when my little girl started to walk, I cheered her. Yes, well done. Whenever she does something new, I'm always cheering her and I'm always saying, well done. So an example could be everyone cheered um, when the, um, <laughs> I was going to say England team. Ah, oh, yes, this is a good one. So everyone cheered when the women's English team uh, one, they won something. <laughs> they won a big championship or something. Um, but yeah, everyone cheered them on. Okay, so that's to cheer. The next verb is to whisper. And this is a great, great verb. So it's when you speak very quietly. So your volume has gone down. Okay, so you're speaking quietly and your volume has gone down. So it's when you don't want people to hear what you're saying. So when I'm on the train with my girl, um, I try and explain to her that we're going to whisper together because no one needs to hear us talking loudly. Okay, so we're whispering. It's a great verb. So, um, for example, my nephew whispered into my... <laughs> into my daughter's ear the game he wanted to play and uh, so he didn't want me to know what he was what he was <laughs> whispering to my daughter so again it's when you talk in very softly and you don't want someone to hear what you're saying the next verb is very similar in that it's again speaking quietly however it's not quite the same it's mumble to mumble so this is when you speak quietly but not clearly so you're not opening your mouth very much. So it's different to whisper because whisper, the person you're talking to will understand what you're saying because you are speaking loud enough for them. So it's very soft, and very quiet, but it's loud enough for the person you're communicating to. However, mumble, the person who is trying to hear you trying to listen, trying to, to, to understand what you're saying, won't, won't really understand. This can be because so people often mumble because they don't want to talk uh, or they're nervous or they're embarrassed or they have low confidence. So, um, for example, uh, the boy mumbled an apology to the girl after breaking her favourite toy. You know, he was... He was not feeling confident about apologizing, so he mumbles, you know, mm, sorry. 
that's to mumble, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to break your trick. You can barely understand what they're saying. Now, not quite the same, because it's a little bit different. But we also have two verbs called mutter and to murmur. Now, these are again speaking in a quiet voice, but it's not quite mumble, because mumble is when you are not articulating and the person can't really understand what you're saying. Now, mutter is very similar. It's under your breath. However, the connotation is that you're usually complaining or saying negative things. Whereas murmur, it's more neutral, um, but it's more that you're just speaking quietly and it's not that you're not opening your mouth. So mumble is really when you're talking, but you're not really moving your mouth. But to mutter is when, for example, he left the shop muttering about terrible customer services. And he goes, oh, it's terrible. Can't believe how bad it was. So it's not, he is moving his voice, his mouth, but he's, and he's speaking quietly, but he doesn't really want people to hear him because he's complaining. It's, it's more he's muttering to himself, okay? He's not really talking to anybody. It's not like whispering where you're talking to somebody. Um, it's talking quite negatively about something to yourself. So it's, it's quite negative. Whereas murmur is very similar to whisper in that it's talking softly, um, but it's not like mumble because you can understand what they're saying. So, for example, her piano teacher murmured a few words of encouragement before she went on the stage to perform. So it's like going, oh, come on, you can do this. Again, it's very specific to that person. It's quiet and um, it's very similar to whisper. Next one I want to talk to you about is to whine. Okay. Now... Very happy to say that my daughter doesn't do this very often, but I have a feeling that as she's going to get older, she's going to start whining more. So to whine is to complain in a very annoying, high-pitched voice. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay, it's very, very irritating for probably every parent on on the planet because I think every child whines it's just something that we have to deal with um but it's very much the tone of the voice is very high um and it's always negative and it's it's always irritating so for example his kids started whining when they were told they couldn't watch any more tv i don't want to that's not fair i don't want to go to bed okay i hate whining um, obviously, not just kids whine, but adults can whine too. I've had many colleagues whine to me about how bad uh, their lives were without actually doing anything to change. And I just find whining a waste of time. The next one is <laughs> it describes my way of speaking a lot, which is to ramble. So I ramble a lot. It's when you speak a lot for a long time on many different subjects um, with far too many details. So 
as I'm explaining and I've given some explanations of some of these words, I've given extra stories and that's to ramble. So an example of this, a good example is you shouldn't ramble uh, during a job interview. Try to keep your answers concise and relevant. It's a very good piece of advice. Um, my mother is always telling me off for rambling because I, she's often saying, get to the point, Kate, get to the point. So to ramble is when you keep on talking and talk about various different stories and points um, which aren't necessarily relevant. The next one is to chat. So I love this verb. It's a great one. It's when you are having an informal conversation. It could be online or offline, you know, face to face. The important thing is it is um, informal and a great way to get to know somebody. So, for example, um, at the beginning of every lesson, I always like to have a bit of uh, to, to chat with my students so that I can start to get to know them and start to see what would be the most interesting for them. The next two are very similar because they are um, when you are repeating the same sounds. And this is to stutter or to stammer. So um, this is, you know, it is an actual speech problem and it's often um, because the person is extremely afraid or nervous or, um, you know, it's actually a medical problem and they, and they struggle with it and it's something that is very difficult to overcome. It's when people talk like this, please. I don't, no, 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 no. Okay, so it is a serious problem and it's, it's very um, difficult to overcome and um, it's terrible to, for, for those poor people. The next one is to gossip, uh, which is when you are talking about other people, not to their face, so behind their back. So it's often when you're telling maybe some secrets about them or negative details about them. So, you know, personally, I don't like to gossip much, but at the same time, I'm such a curious person. If somebody's going to tell me any details about somebody, I find it very hard not to be interested. But I don't like to gossip about other people. Um, I prefer to be direct. But my neighbour... Oh my God, she loves to gossip. She's always telling me about all the things of all the other people who live in our building and all the secrets and all the facts about them. And to be honest, it's, you know, it's not always some, 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 some things you want to know. Like sometimes I find when you people gossip about people, you find out things that you didn't really want to know about that person and it changes how you think of them. Um, so it can be both a verb and a noun, so to gossip, but it can also be, um, I heard some gossip. The last verb that I want to talk about is to snap at somebody. So this is when you're annoyed, irritated, or angry at somebody, which I have to say, it does happen sometimes with my little daughter. I snap at her. When my patience is at an end, and um, she's not listening to what I'm saying to do, I snap at her. So it's when 
She's climbing on the sofa and I've told her to sit down. I've told her to sit down. I've told her to sit down. And at the end, I snap at her and say, will you sit down? So it's when you are saying something really quickly, angry, and boom, it's like a boom, a snap at the person. Okay, so those are the 16 different verbs for the different tones, the different trying to express different feelings and different volume for speaking. So I hope you've enjoyed that and you've learned some new vocabulary. Don't hesitate to put some examples using some of these 16 verbs and don't hesitate as well to ask any questions in the comments below. And also if you have any grammar, pronunciation, vocabulary questions, again, don't hesitate to comment below so that I can answer in the next Friday Live. Until then, have a fantastic weekend and see you next week. Bye.